Tracy and you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Of course, I'm greatly concerned about that female NYPD officer. I don't know if you folks heard the audio, and I really believe that uh, one of the only things that saved her life was perhaps her hairstyle, um, and because she was hit so hard by that animal with that bottle. It, 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 it's horrible. And... I'm about to get to the topic this morning because it's a serious one that I generally don't like talking about. I'm going to tell you in just one second. But this lady is dangerous. I have concluded this. AOC. She is now slamming Mayor Adams over the police officer raises. Yes, the same police officers under attack every day. The same police officers that have not had a contract for seven years. And they got 28% uh, in the course of this race. Oh, no. She she says that you know that that that's going towards a a military style uh, police department. Come on, AOC. Why don't you go be a um, a college professor somewhere in California? Fit right in at Berkeley because you don't fit in anywhere else throughout the country with your wacky socialist ideas, and they are dangerous. I want to begin. I want to focus. Today, this morning, with a discussion that I really don't like talking about, and that is race, the topic of race. But it is needed at this time, as it looks like, at least uh, the last uh, the last couple of days, it looks like we're self-destructing when it comes to uh Race. I I don't like talking about race because I can't win. When I discuss race, some African-Americans, not all, some, some don't want to hear the truth. Some African-Americans don't want to hear the truth. And others, people in general, hear what they want to hear based on their perceptions of reality. It doesn't have to be real, but they believe it is based on their perceptions. Things are so bad with our political leadership. Here's the truth, that they have green-lighted young kids of color to attack people. That's what happened in Chicago. Be more specific, Dominic, to attack white people. It's happened around the country. And it is because of bad political leaderships, leadership around the country. I almost made that plural because there are so many progressives around the country uh, ruining the country. So because of the political leadership telling kids of color that they can do whatever they want, young black crowds, as we just saw in Chicago, are attacking white people and feel historically that they have a right to do so because of past injustices. I'm telling you folks the truth. It's been this way for a couple of years. Disturbing video shows that terrified woman attacked by the mob during the teen takeover in downtown Chicago. We discussed that uh, last night. 
right? And um, white woman, all black crowd. And apparently her boyfriend was uh, nearby. And she was literally backed into a corner with no place to go. And this crowd attacked her. I, 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 uh, I, I compared it to when you see an alligator in water sneaking up on its prey, and then bang, that's what happened to that woman. Then we have in Missouri an 84-year-old senior citizen, 84-year-old senior citizen, Andrew Lester, has been released on bail after arrest in the Ralph Y'all shooting. Lester is white, the victim African American, and by 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 all accounts, this kid it, it appears is a good kid. His parents, his family, describe him as one of the uh, top bass clarinet players in Missouri. The 16-year-old who does not appear to be threatening. Uh, is also part of his school's Technology Student Association and the Science uh, Olympic-type team. And so this is the shooting of the 16-year-old black boy at Mr. Lester's front door after the teen rang his doorbell the teenager was apparently looking, was, was sent to go pick up one of his siblings and went to the wrong address. And so we have a situation where an 84-year-old senior citizen has been uh, arrested now a few days later. It should have happened right away, but a few days later, and uh, released on on bail, and uh, the prosecutor has said that it appears that there was a racial element to this. And this 84-year-old man, 84 years old, is charged with first-degree assault and armed criminal action, and this was following an arrest warrant that was uh, issued. He was taken to the uh, Clay County Detention Center and released shortly after on uh, on a two hundred thousand dollar bond. And I'm 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 being deliberate because I I want to make sure I got the facts right on um, on something as sensitive as these topics uh, and as it relates to race, the topic of race, according to the uh, affidavit. Mr. Lester told police he was going to bed when y'all, the 16-year-old, rang his doorbell on Thursday night, alarming him. He says that he was scared to death, thinking someone was trying to break into his home when he fired at y'all, right? And he described the black male as approximately six feet tall, uh, and and claimed that he pulled on the store door door handle. That remains to be seen if that's what happened. And again, the the teenager was there to pick up uh, his younger uh, brothers, but went to the um, the wrong address. And so the young man says uh, t- says that he was instantly shot in the head, fell to the ground. And then Mr. Lester shot him in the arm again. And the young man says that the 84-year-old said, don't come around here, as he fled, fearing he would be shot yet again. So the good news is the teenager has been discharged from the hospital, but his mother says that uh, he does little but cry in bed thinking about the shooting. I am not making excuses for anyone. I am simply stating this, and this is what I try and tell members of my own community, the black community. When you have situations playing out on television, 
like Chicago, what happened this past weekend, this is being seen around the country, and people are terrified, terrified. And, of course, in Missouri, you have your uh, stand-your-ground laws, and so we'll, we'll see how this, how this all plays out, but it's uh, – but it's a it is a, uh, a awkward awkward type uh, situation. Let's start with your telephone calls this morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Let's go to uh, David in Pennsylvania. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Uh, Dominic, the word race is a usurpation of the word race because. In my experience, after 70 years of figuring this out, there's only one race, and that is, well, two, actually, the angelic race and the human oh, okay, race. Okay, so, David, so what, what are you trying to tell me? Let's cut to the chase. What are you trying to tell me? It's it's the human race. The only difference between people is the amount of melatonin. Oh, okay, and what does that have to do with this situation? It has to do with the situation that it's a misnomer to say this is race, this, race, that. They are ethnic differences. That's, that's, you take what I okay, say. But, but, you, you but David, you're splitting hairs right now. I, I don't understand what's the point. Well, I, I made the point. If you don't get it, then you can move on. Okay. Thank you for the call. Let's go to uh, Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil. What's on your mind? Yeah, good evening, Dominic. Pleasure as usual. Um, here's the deal. Uh, I grew up in a predominantly uh, dominantly white neighborhood, uh, okay, and I married a black woman, and I'm very proud of that. She's a great, great woman. I love her. Married some many years. And the problem is, is that I've witnessed white people going insane, young mobs of white kids. This is like years ago, going after a single African-American individual for God knows what reason. I actually helped save the kid's life uh, because he, he was like in a panic and, you know, I, I, I hit him. I hit him in my in, in back of my, uh, my home. And I told him, oh, well, he ran that way. Okay. And I asked him, I said, what, what the hell did you do to provoke eight or nine big husky white kids to come after you? He said, I was looking at their girlfriend for too long. And I mean, this is this is insanity, and vice versa. I, I I myself got on a bus here in the city, and this young African American kid, probably about fourteen, fifteen, starts telling me, you know, oh, white this, white that, and I I said, calm down, man, calm down. What, what's going on? And he he reaches out and he starts smacking me across the head, and everybody else is cowering in fear, and I and I didn't raise my hand to him. I just said, you feel better now? Are you happy now? And he, he, he looked at me, and he just he smirked that he got off the bus. My, my point is, with this poor kid, when you've got an 84-year-old person, male or female, it doesn't matter what race they are, they are scared. They are afraid of everything that moves around him, okay? I know this for a fact. My dad was like that, but he didn't, he didn't shoot anybody. My point is the fear that elderly people have. They don't go out at night anymore. The problem Agreed. boils down Agreed. to this. You don't have... You don't have quality leadership in the African-American and, and the white community where people are being told, let's work together. They're saying, no, 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 we want reparations. No, 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 don't give them anything. Uh, deny them this. It, it's, it's, war. it's war of the world, man. It, it is. And, Phil, you know, therein lies the dilemma that I have. I am well aware, and I've been thinking about this all day. I almost didn't do this topic because, like I said, I can't win when I bring up race. Uh, so, for example, I'm looking at my screen, and it says here, David in the Bronx says, these black kids get shot and you don't get as upset. That's that's what it says on my screen. And, that's not true. And, and, and uh, of course, of course I'm upset about it. Because the, the the child could could have been my son, you know. So so we have we have an eighty four year old senior citizen, right? And and yeah. you're right, Phil. Senior citizens are scared. They're scared. And here herein lies the problem. They turn on the TV, and they see out of control black teenagers in Chicago, New York, any major city in Missouri. 
in Missouri, and I've, I've been to Missouri where I delivered a speech before, so I'm, I'm a bit familiar with it. And so they're scared. And then you have, by what appears to be an innocent 16-year-old black child who was not apparently doing anything wrong. And so I, I don't, but this is why we've got to lower the temperature. Thank you for the call, Phil. This is why we've got to lower the temperature on the topic of uh, race. Let's go to, um, you know what, I, David, I'm going to take your call quickly. So is this correct? It says here these black kids get shot and you don't get as upset. Is that correct? All I'm going to say is this, Dominic, you're not showing the same kind of outrage about this that you were talking about this white woman that was beaten up in Chicago. And I don't know why that is, Dominic, because like you said, that could have been your son. That could have been one of my nephews. David, 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 my friend, come come on, David. Please, I'm saying this respectfully. You got to grow as a person. Everything is not race related. Everything is not. So, for example, wait, 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 David. What we have is an old man. I don't know if he's set in his ways. I don't know what the case may be. But as you just heard from the last caller, senior citizens are scared to death by by their nature. I'm not making excuses for this elderly man, and 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 I'm concerned about the 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 young the young man. But but I'm going to and I'm I'm being deliberate, David, because I don't want to just shoot shoot from the hip on the issue of race. But but right, what, but what disturbs me is you're sitting there judging me because you feel that I'm not as upset because of the white woman in Chicago and the black kid in Missouri. Are you serious, David? Listen, this happened on Friday, okay? David, are you serious? Wait a minute, Dominic. Let's let's, let's be clear. I got to be quick, David. I can't take all night with you. David, 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 you're calling. I'm going to let you speak. You're calling me up and you're upset because you feel that I don't have the same outrage for the black kid as I did for the white woman. Are you serious? Well, apparently, Dominic, you do. All right. You didn't sound like that. David, I just said to you, I'm being deliberate. Because race okay, is a topic that I can't win, and I'm trying to listen. help the situation. No, I'm not going to listen. I'm done with you tonight, David. We can regroup again tomorrow or another night. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. You're calling up here telling me we've got serious problems in this country, and you're calling up here telling me that, oh, you're not as upset over the black child being shot in Missouri as you are as the white the white woman being attacked in Chicago. I'm upset at it all, David. Come on, man. I expect more of you. Are you serious? And... That's that's why I don't like doing these topics, because people get crazy in their beliefs. All they know, so like when I spoke to David last night, and somehow the conversation was about I shouldn't feel comfortable in my community, whatever. I forgot, I forget all the details. But folks, so true story. I said last night on this program that... um. In, in in my community, uh, the, you, you have a lot of well-to-do families, and the, the average house is about a million dollars, right? On my block, starting now, now, not not what we originally paid, but right about now. And when we first bought the house, there was a um, a white dentist that owned the house before us. And one day, I showed up unannounced. I'm I'm known to do things like that. And I knocked on the door, which is now our home. And he came to the door, and and we were we I think we had already gone to contract, or we were about to go to contract. We were close to going to contract. And he said to me, "Well, I I need you to prove that you can afford this house." And I chuckled in his face and laughed. And but at the same time, right? I so so one could say that's racist. You're you're saying to the black the black soon to be owner, hey dude, you got to prove that you can afford this house. But on the other hand, what do realtors do? The first thing they require is 
You have to prove you can afford the house because nobody wants to waste their time. So it can be perceived that the dentist that we bought the house from was racist, but I didn't take it that way. I thought it was funny that he thought I couldn't afford the house. I, th- I thought it was, I really thought it was funny. Let's go to Jennifer in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Um, I just find it's so sad in the shooting of this young black kid, which by God's grace, thank, thank God he'll, he'll be okay physically, um, that he's mending. But the way the media is racially dividing this country along with our politicians, you have heard about the young lady. I, I just tuned in. I tuned in a little, a little late tonight. I'm usually with you from the start, but I, you might have even brought it up about the young lady that was shot and killed in the driveway when when her and her friends pulled in the wrong driveway in upstate no, New York. I, I'm not that. That's not a, a racial story. Uh, so that's why I, I haven't been dealing with but it. That's my point. It's it's the same thing happened. Okay, a but 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 it is being but it is being covered. The New York press is covering it, Jennifer. Yeah, the New York press, not the national. I haven't heard about it up here. I heard about that story. All over the news, the, the, I heard it on Fox News. I heard it on CBS News, this young black man. You won't hear about this girl being shot. He's not a man. He's a teenager. He's a 16-year-old I, kid. No, but, I but thought I ahead. said this young man. I thought I said this okay, young man. But maybe, in any you event, maybe you did. Yeah. In any event, this girl was a young girl. She's, I believe, 21 years old. And what is the difference? She wasn't even out of her car. She was in a car in a driveway, and she was shot and killed by someone that was evidently trying to protect his home. He had signs up, don't don't come on the property, da-da-da-da-da. And this, I'm just saying, like, I don't understand why I have heard for at least two days about this other young man. I know all about him. And you have this elderly man that shot him. You have a man, I think he's around 60, 55 or 60, that shot this girl who wasn't even out of her car. They just pulled in the road. So I'm just saying, why do I know all about one from two different networks and my local news up here? But I haven't heard peep about the other one. You know how I found about the other one? Because I was reading another story, a video on YouTube, and that story came up. That's the only reason I've heard about it. And I just think it's sad because, to me, they have nothing to gain. There's no division. There's no, uh, you know, white people are bad, black people are victims. That, to me, I think is sad. Um, I, I don't understand why why the media. Well, I understand why they're doing it, but I I think we're all being played. Well, um, I, I I hear you, Jennifer. I I got to move on. We have a lot of calls. Thank you. I will say this in response: the New York press has covered in great detail the uh, shooting of the young lady. I believe she was a college student. Uh, the the situation you're referring to, Jennifer. Uh, I can't speak to the national press because I'm so busy trying to make sure I got my details correct as it relates to this Missouri powder keg. But the media should be covering this one. Uh, Normally, I would tell you folks, if if I felt differently, if a 16-year-old black child who by all accounts appears to be a good kid and was not doing anything wrong, knocks on a door and ends up shot in the head and then shot a second time, and is told don't come around here, then that is a, a a legitimate national news story that should be covered. But I am upset right now because it's why it, it what I'm upset at what David just said. That I cannot believe those were the words on my screen here. As as you know, folks, I get a summarization of of generally of what you want to talk about. And he said, I didn't have the same passion for the black child that shot as I did the white woman. So in other words, what he's really saying is minimize the white woman, play up the black child. Why would I do that? Why? 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 why, I, I, I cover it. I cover everything straight up the way that I see it. And again, Maybe I shouldn't have done this topic tonight, but I feel that it's important that we have got to, we've got to lower the temperature. One thing Jennifer said that is correct, Jennifer from from Boston, is the media. 
the media. We've got to find a way to lower the temperature. We're going into the summer. Something bad is going to happen. I I don't want that to be that that way. But but when when you have a White House that's running for re-election by saying, see no evil, hear no evil, I'm looking the other way, as long as the black vote turns out for me, you folks can do anything you want, that's a tremendous problem. And it's a tremendous disservice to people of color because then you have kids out there, right? So uh, look at what happened. Look at what happened to the police officer. She happened to be uh, a, an African American woman, and it look it looks like it looks like she had a uh, a hairstyle of what's referred to as a weave, which is uh, what what uh, black women and uh, white women and Latino women have, meaning extensions in their hair. And with that, I believe that if she did have a weave, that it saved her life. This weave because the the, the cushion. Of how of how you sew it into the the uh, the the hair extensions into the head, right? If you ever touch a, a woman's hair, white, black, whatever, who has weaves, you can feel the. It's like a matted uh, material. You can't see it, but you can feel it. And without that weave, the way that man smashed that bottle over her head. She, there's a chance she might not be alive. And we have the politicians that they, they have sent a full green light. And so now you have an uprising that's happening in city to city. And you have these young kids, some, some that don't want to go to school, wasn't raised right. Like me, they're, they're, they're from a one-parent household. Some of them, you know, not even a parent in the household. Mama wants to be friends with the child. And what we saw in Chicago is what happens as a result. I've, I've got to take a break. I've got to take a break. And while when we come back, I see here LQ in the Bronx, the media stereotypes, blacks, and thugs. We're gonna we're we're gonna listen to what he has to say. We see your calls from Brooklyn to New Jersey, South Carolina, Long Island, Queens, the Bronx, and Jericho. We will be right back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. A discussion this morning on the topic of race, something that I don't enjoy talking about, as I said at the top of the show, because I feel that no matter what I say, I can never win. But what I fear, and and the reason why I'm doing this, we have we have the attack on the white woman in Chicago and her boyfriend by a large group of African-Americans. It was horrible. We have the situation in Missouri, an 84-year-old white senior citizen, a 16-year-old black child knocks on the door to pick up uh, his siblings, was at the wrong address, and apparently the old man shoots the kid in the head. He's down on the floor. He comes outside, shoots him again, and says, don't come around here. And as our first caller said, all I, all I can, I am not judging anything or anybody. Senior citizens are, are very nervous, cautious, and afraid. And it doesn't help. And this is what I've been trying to say for over a year on this microphone. When my community does things like what happens in Chicago, and this is what I've been trying to say to folks Right, white the white community they're not going to tell you what they really think of you or how you're acting, but they see the same news clips that I see. And if I'm telling you this, what do you think they are saying in terms of behavior, in terms of Chicago? 
I mentioned LQ in the Bronx. Good morning, LQ. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning, uh, uh, Dominic. Uh, you know, of course, it's a miracle that this young man t- survived, you know, uh, and uh, it's, it's, it's nine times out of ten. You was right. You nailed it on the um Right on the head is the media and the stereotype of, of of blacks. Why this, you know, this man obviously, you know, shot him. Had nine times the attendant, that young man was white. He wouldn't have sh- shot him. Uh, it's just a sad situation. And, LQ, um, but but how much of the stereotype is is accurate? It's, it's the media blows it out of proportion. That's like you said. They they. Over you know, it's ac- it's accurate, but the, then they get the brainwashed that almost like every time you see a black person, maybe a young man that age, he's a thug, or he got his pants hanging down, or he's in a gang, and and it's not always like that. Apparently, okay. but but LQ, but but do I, I respect what you're saying? Do do we help ourselves with that with that video in Chicago? I don't know if you've seen it. But no, a, 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 it's it's absolutely horrible. It's just imagine the worst type of situation of our kids acting, and that's what they're doing. And they slowly move in on this white woman where she's in the corner. She can't go anywhere. And I I I described it as a group of alligators about to attack a deer. And that that's what it looks like. And that's literally what happened. Do we help ourselves with situations like that? Absolutely not, you know, and, and, uh, and you know we got to talk, principle, pray about it, and 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 do and do something is more than talk, but to argue and and you really get hot headed is reacting like them, right? Almost. Well, LQ, I I appreciate your opinion. Thank you. So I I I won't say the name. I received an email uh, this morning, and sometimes I don't understand people. And the email said that my show is great, but I need to have David in the Bronx and Audrey not on the air. That I need to limit them severely. I won't. I won't say the person's name. Um, I I do appreciate uh, the kindness uh, from his wife. Uh, the person uh, she's a big fan of the show, apparently. And so I do have Audrey uh, in, in Brooklyn. And so, Audrey, I have two questions for you. One, why do you think some, some, not all, some of our listeners don't want to hear from you? Honestly, because they, they know I'm right, and they don't want to hear the truth about what's going on. And the truth is what's going to set us all free. And I can, I can sort of name the, the person that sent it, but it's totally irrelevant, because as long as you take my call and I'm alive and can be there, I'm going to call in if I have something to say, okay? Okay, so now it says you want to comment on the Missouri shooting. Yeah, but first of all, Jennifer, the difference in what happened in upstate New York and what happened in Missouri is gun violence. It's not a, 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 a racial thing. You know, I hope she can see the difference. You no, know? But, but, but that's her point. But, but that's her point, the fact that Missouri is race, that that's why it leads. Okay, can I go? I just want to throw that in. That's why. Okay. All right, so now, so what's your take on the Missouri situation? Um, d- definitely, if this this, this gentleman, um, I have to say gentleman because that's how I was raised, if he feared for his life, um, why did he answer the door, period? Why did he shoot through the door? And why did he open the door and, sh- and shoot the young man after he shot him first in the head? My thing is, it's not fair, you know, it's the ism that's in this country, and it's sad because it's everywhere. You know, it's, it's sad, and, you know, by the grace of God, this young man is, is, is going to survive, hopefully, up to this date. But it's everywhere. It's, it's you know, what happened in Chicago, it, it, I still can't understand why no one's mentioning how this all started. It just didn't start from nowhere. It's, it's, a, it's a beginning, and it happened last year at the same time. So hopefully the, uh, the new um, um, mayor can come in and, and straighten this out, you know, with whatever. Because Lightfoot, oh, well, she didn't do anything, and, and she's, um, you know, she's gone. But what happened? happened just didn't just happen and as far as this um lester mr lester this happened thursday and what happened in chicago over the weekend it had nothing to do with what he saw on tv nothing at all right but audrey audrey and and i've got to move on but but see audrey that's that's exact you're proving my point because because what what you're saying is well you can't say that the situation in chicago had anything to do with it factually that's true 
But do you think this is the first time white people have seen black people acting up on TV? Of oh, course so not. Let me Audrey, Audrey, let, let, me, let me tell you the truth. Let me tell you the truth, Audrey. It happens every night. The two or three of the top lead stories is about a black person acting up, killing somebody, killing another black person. This happens all across. Audrey, this is what I'm trying to get my community to understand. And, and, Sam, honey, I'm 70 years old. I no, no, this. no. I, I get I it, know. Audrey, but 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 what I'm trying, Audrey. So what? So what I do right at home? I I have some type of um, app or some type of service where I can see every newscast in the country from every different market. Pick a city, any city. The top three stories oftentimes are this black person did this, this black person did that, that black person killed that black person. Now you think I'm the only one that's seeing this? Or do you no, think white like America is seeing it? I in the media and I get information also, but that's the thing. If it wasn't highlighted in the media, you know, that's 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 another thing. Maybe, you know, giving them the glory because, you know, nowadays people want to be recognized for silly shit. Oh, excuse me, silly stuff, you know. And number one, there's no way that these young people shouldn't be punished. Boot camp something, you know, it's something. Or charge the parents because, I, you know, I can't imagine anyone getting beat up because of whatever. It doesn't okay. make any sense. Audrey, thank you for the call. And and folks, do do me a favor. I, I'm gonna take the calls that, that I feel makes this show better. So please don't send me any, any more emails telling me not to take Audrey or David's calls. Save yourself the time because I'm going to take their calls. Okay? News flash. I'm going to do it. Not every night, but I'm going to do it. So please stop trying to program this show from the comfort of your living room or whichever room you are sending uh, an email to, uh, uh, to to this program. Let's go to Joe and Jericho. Good morning, Joe. What's on your mind? Dominic, my friend, I'm going to use you. I'm going to hit you with some bombshells, rapid fire. Then is, okay, always... go, go, go right ahead, Joe. You don't have to set it up. Go ahead. Okay. First of all, race. I don't care what race the person is. I've dated women of every race and found them equally attractive. Okay, I, 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 I don't see how that has anything to do with the situation, but continue, Joe. Okay. okay, the situation is this. The situation is there's a lot of race baiting in entertainment. And if you listen to these idiot comedians, reverse discrimination, Eddie Murphy and the rest of them, they make the white people look like idiots. They attack the Italians and Catholics. They make them look like imbeciles. They tear down statues of Christopher Columbus when he wasn't a a, a slaver. They're even tearing down statues of Frederick Douglass, the world's most famous and admired abolitionist anti-slavery. They're brainwashing the kids. They're getting them whipped up. they're, They're turning people against each other. And it's really ridiculous, and it's sick. Remember, it was Brita Cosby and my people, Italians and Polish division, that joined the Union Army and helped crush the Confederacy and bring it into slavery. But you don't hear about that in in public school or in any school today. You don't hear that the largest mass lynching of people was of Italian Catholic immigrants in New Orleans in the 1890s. You don't hear about this. Look, this is the best country in the world, but there's a lot of ugliness in our history. We don't rewrite history. We learn from it. We live in the present, and we look forward to the future with God's grace. We learn from the mistakes of the past. And and what they're doing is a real disservice today in school, in entertainment, the racism, the hatred, the music, if you call it that, using the N-word, which I've never used. And I'll tell you something. It's an absolute disgrace. I served in America's Marines, and my best friends were black, brown, red. We were friends. We bled red, white, and blue. And with God's grace, things should get, hopefully will get better. But until people reject the garbage in entertainment and the garbage coming out of the Biden administration and the garbage coming out of Hochul and and and, uh, Eric Adams, he's a damn racist, calling white cops crackers. If Giuliani had called him the N-word, they would have tried to crucify him. It goes both ways. Respect is reciprocal. Listen to both sides. And don't go crazy on one side, because what they're doing is a disservice in entertainment and government and society. Learn from the past, live in the present, and look forward to the future to make things better with God's grace. Well, Joe, I I thank you. Thank you. I I, I like that. Uh, Learn from the past, as Joe just said, live in the present. So just just an example here. This is a small example. 
So I work with uh, Matt Blaze. I work with Kenneth. I work with Alex Bernard. I swear to you, folks, not once, and 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 Matt, you can con- confirm this for me. Not once have we ever had a single conversation about race. It's always, hey man, how you doing? How was your weekend? Yep. How's your family? What's going on? How's life treating you? Oh yeah, it, it's 100%. It, it's never. So why hasn't it been about race? Not a single time. Because we don't think of it like that. I don't think of I don't think of race ever. I just, it's, I mean, maybe that's just me. I can't speak for other people, but for me, I see stats of things, and I was like, I never would have known that. Like, we're talking about the news stories and things like that, and I was like, yeah, that's why I said to, said to Ken, I said, yeah, that's the reason why the show, the TV show Cops was taken off the air, because there was a study, and it said like 65% of the first stories they would show on the TV show Cops had to do with them chasing after somebody of color. And I was like, I never saw, in my head, I never saw that. I just I, saw I somebody, somebody doing something wrong. I didn't right. think of it as as they were going after somebody of color. I just thought, oh, there's a criminal or whatever that did something wrong. That's When I saw that, I was like, I, I don't even think like that. And they took that show, up, like Live PD and all those shows, they took them all off the air because of that. And I was like, I just saw people that were... Doing the wrong thing. I didn't see it as a race thing, and I think that's why we just look at each other as people. Right, right. All of us, we look at yeah. each other as people, and not 100%. a single, not not a. That was Ken up there in the background. Not a single conversation. Not one night on race, guys. I, I've got to take this break, and when we come back, we'll have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, and we'll have uh, more of your telephone calls. You know, folks, I I will I will acknowledge this. Maybe. My perception of the world changed when in 1982, June 1982, uh, so that's what, 40 40 years ago, I believe. Yes, 40 40 years ago, 41 years ago. I left the projects, uh, the Throgs Neck Houses in the Bronx, and I swore that sink or swim, I was never going back to live permanently in the projects. And I got on the Greyhound bus and went to Cortland, New York. And when I arrived at Cortland, uh, which is between Syracuse and Binghamton, there were maybe, maybe, maybe 30 black kids on the entire campus. And it forced me to start to change the way that I that I saw the world. Everything is not always race or black or white. For example, and I'm so late for our break here, the situation in Tennessee. A couple of you called up with the lawmakers. Racism, Dominic, they, they disrespected the black lawmakers. They left the white woman in place. Now you're going, oops, oh, after they've been restored to their position. And I said, calm down. Let's see how this all plays out. Stop with the knee-jerk charge of racism. I'll be right back. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. When I found out about this situation, I thought about one of the great listeners of this program who's now retired from the NYPD, Officer Sherry Sherry Stein. I thought about her, and it's in reference to the NYPD female officer where hopefully she's recovering after being bashed in the head with a bottle, attacked by a stranger in a broad daylight, unprovoked, Bronx attack, all caught on video. He smashes the, she's turned away from the, uh, from the suspect. He walks up on her and then gains steam, momentum, and smashes the bottle over her head, and it makes a loud noise upon impact. Then he starts swinging at her and her partner. So the victim and her NYPD partner, they were standing in front of all car service on 231st Street in the uh, Kingsbridge section of the Bronx, where the attacker approached uh, 
uh, just before 2 p.m., and this happened on uh, Monday, I believe. Suddenly he pulled the bottle out of his uh, pocket and unprovoked whacks the officer in the back of the head. He continues the attack, grabbing the victim's uh, long hair and then delivers a few roundhouse punches to her face and body. And so this lowlife, 45-year-old Jose Garcia, has been charged with assault, assault, obstruction of government uh, administration, resisting arrest. Those are charges when it's something minor. The, the obstruction of government uh, administration and resisting arrest, menacing and weapons, weapon possession and, and harassment. I'm not a lawyer, but he should have been charged with attempted murder. He he really should have. Thank God her partner was there. And um, thank God uh, some sheriffs were there. And by the way, uh, are we putting officers in harm's way they were there doing a uh, spot check on a location for a uh, business selling illegal marijuana. It, it's you cannot you cannot make this up. So we are talking about we'll be doing so up until the top of the hour. The situation in Missouri, the 84 year old man who's been arrested and charged uh, shot a, a 16 year old uh, African-American child in the head. And um, uh, and then a second um, uh, shot was uh, was fired, and uh, we are taking uh, your telephone calls. Let's go to Jerry in New Jersey. Good morning, Jerry. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning. Uh, I'm looking at this a little differently. It seems to me that the left is doing exactly what they did with the Me Too movement. This guy who shot this boy, he is already convicted in the press completely. Harris and Biden called him up called the young boy up already and wants to invite him to the White House. And they're basically saying to the world before the facts have even come out that this guy is guilty and that pro- of not having a, self- a valid self-defense. And this is in a state that has two self-defense things, a castle and a stand your ground. Okay, I'm, Jerry, I'm going to let you finish. Um, but no, that, that's, that's part of what they're saying. Right. What what well, what 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 they're what they're really saying is, uh, black community, look look look, we got your back. Turn out and vote for us. That's oh, what they, that's what they're of really course. saying. Go ahead and that's a shame because look, they don't do nothing about the people who are getting killed in Chicago who are black, and it's disgusting. Right. These did, are white did, people. Did, did they a white? Did they invite the white woman in Chicago that was attacked by the uh, gang well, of black teenagers uh, to, to meet not. the president? But I'm actually very concerned about how many people are dying in these cities that are African-American and the white people. You already know the answer to that, Jerry. You already know. Jerry, Jerry, you're you're preaching to the choir in terms of yourself right now. It's almost a, 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 um, a, a question that you're asking yourself, and you already know the answer. Everybody within the sound of my voice already knows the answers. Who's dying in, in, uh, in, uh, in urban areas. And so, so what? Nobody cares. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm calling it for what it is. I, I, I deeply don't. care, but the establishment, the, the same team in the White House you just mentioned, do you think they really care about urban violence? Absolutely not. In fact, they like it. At this point, they're using it. And it's 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 incredible. It's incredible. So so you believe the Missouri situation is a stand your ground type thing? I'm, no, I'm not sure about that. I think, no, I think that what we need to know is the boy says that he didn't put his hand on a door and pull on the door as the man opened the door. And the man says he did. And why don't they take the fingerprints of the boy, which they don't probably haven't done that they don't want to do, but they should. And they should go take the fingerprints off the door and see if the boy did pull the door. Because then that's a little different then. Uh, and why he might have done it is this. Here's my theory. He said, I did read that he was ringing the bell and he said he waited a while. Now, what do you normally do? You try to pull the door to knock on the inside door. If you think you're, you know, your twins are in there and you think you're at the right house, you wouldn't stand out there and pound on the glass or the other door. Usually you open the door. He might have just been doing that as this elderly man who woke up out of a sleep, who is frightened, like you said, for all the reasons you said, 
And it might have just went down like that. And this is crap. This prosecutor saying something like, well, there's a racial component to this, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. No, you don't do that. That's like trying them in the press. They didn't even tr- they're not even charging them with that. With a hate crime. It's so thin, whatever it is. Well, the country, Jerry, thank you for the call. The country has to be very, very careful in terms of folks. We're going into the hot summer and it's just not looking good. In terms of race in America, let's go to Lou on Long Island. Good morning, Lou. What's on your mind? Yes, Dominic. Uh, I have uh, to admit to innate racism. Uh, my car broke down years ago on the side of the road, and a black man walked up to me. Uh, dead cold winter, and I was a little tense. I have to tell you the truth. And I rolled down my window, and he said, you know, I work across the street at the church. It's cold. Would you like to come and warm up? You know, while you get a tow truck, Dominic, I felt like a pea on the face of the earth. I was so embarrassed of my feelings, my thoughts, you know. But you know what, Lou, you you have to give yourself a little bit of credit. At least you can admit it. At least you can acknowledge it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I've uh, I worked in a pretty rough and tumble industry in warehouses and delivery. I've known a lot of have a lot of black friends, a lot of black people I've worked with. And, uh, you know, I was embarrassed that I thought of it because I worked with so many. I didn't judge them by that. I just judged them by the character and how they worked, how they did their job, you know, how they treated other people. I was embarrassed, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. Well, Lou, um, and so did did you go inside the church or, or you took a pass on that? Oh no! By that time, I was uh, I was on the side of the road for quite a few minutes, and uh, tow truck was about to show up, you know. Okay. And I said, "No, thank you," but uh, the tow truck is showing up, you know. And I had a date with me, so you know, I don't know if that played into trying to be a macho yes. man or something. Yes, you, I, know, I'm, protecting you, my... you, you know what? You know what? I'm sure I'm, you're being honest, Lou, and I'm sure it did. I'm sure that you know all of us, if we have a female companion or a date with us. You know, we we we, we want to look a little macho. Thank you for the call. I am now joined by Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Hello, sir. Hello, Dominic. How are you, my friend? I am well. What do you have coming up? Well, uh, we are going to continue our biweekly conversations with Dr. Sky. A ton of stuff happening space-wise. Elon Musk making some news with, uh, with his latest spaceship. So we're going to get into that. And um, Dr. Mike Rucker has a new book out about how to be happy. We're going to get some strategies for people uh, who might have a, a tough time with that. And I'm uh, going to get get into this Fox News Dominion suit and a bunch of other things as well. Yeah, Lots that, to get to. that one is interesting. You want to keep it right there. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight is coming up. I'll be back again at midnight right now. News headlines, Alex Barnard.